Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill. I am your host, Van Lathan. We don't have a guest today. We have a co-host. Damian Dante Wayans is back to talk with us about some of the things that transpired while I was vacationing in Anguilla. All right, while I was gone, LeBron James joined the Lakers. I got in trouble on Twitter, and I really got in trouble. I got the whole Make America Great Again crowd attacking me over a tweet about the young man that got his hat slapped off his head at the Whataburger. I wasn't compassionate enough. Now, they say I'm not a good person. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about what it means in this current era to be a decent person. Can you be a decent person and still use the tactics that your enemy uses to fight back. Of course, we got to talk about Drake, man. We got to talk about Drake as well. We got rapper lover Lauren here and also Vince Valhalla from Valhalla Entertainment. I'll talk a little bit about Drake. Uh, We're going a whole bunch of different topics. Stay with us. Gonna be dope. Not the regular Red Pill podcast. No interview. We just talking shit. Pop some pills. Let's get it going. All right, before we get into it with Damien, let's play some bills. Listen, you always need the mental ammunition to fight the war against disenfranchisement and marginalization. And I am so happy uh, to be promoting this next podcast because it gives you just that. Co-produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works. Afropunk Solution Sessions is a podcast that explores real-world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face. And of course, we know those problems are many. Every Wednesday, co-hosts Bridget Todd and Yves Jeffcoat speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid and Patrice Cullors about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversations and motivating people to make a difference. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep your mental gun loaded. Red Pill Podcast, Van Lathan, Damian Dante Wayans, man. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about not having, I've been on vacation. Yeah, you have. What does that mean? I mean, you was living life. I was. Bro. I mean, in a way where I don't know. This is like a a a, a, a van surgeons going on. What you mean? Yeah, yeah, no, man. Like you, like in what was that? Anguilla. Anguilla. Who? Yeah, man. But 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 you wasn't just there. Like you was there on like a a, a level where you know your Louisiana cats might not appreciate this. Talk to me. Okay, I'm, I'm interested. To you. you were I'm shining. Out there, I'm out you there were shining. living my best life. In you Angola. was living your best life, but you was kind of rubbing it in. How so? Because you know, on your Insta snaps, you you was kind of like, yeah, you know, this is me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what's going on. You had a different dialect. But you know what the deal is, though. I tell you something. That's what happens when a nigga ain't never been nowhere before. <laughs> like when you ain't never been nowhere. Like I like I just recently started flying again. You know, I have a fear of flying. Mm-hmm. But and you so, flying first class, brother? I didn't fly first class. Van. But, you know, I, I go out to Anguilla. Shout out to Charlemagne. Um, he was our host out in Anguilla. He had the 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 uh, the house out there, and we, w- we were all there together. And it's just a beautiful place, bro. It looked dope. It it's really did. It's just a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. That water, I'm telling y'all, man, you guys have to travel as much as you can. That water is healing water. Can you swim? I swim like a fish. As a matter of fact, I'm the only one on that trip 
that could swim. Mm. We got to learn how to swim as black people. You know, that, that's one of the top things on the agenda. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, 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 in order for us to get right, we got to learn how to swim. Yeah, the kids could swim a little bit. But everybody else is like, Van, what you doing? Like, the water's too deep to stand up. I'm, I'm swimming out, baby. I'm trying to swim from Anguilla to, like, Puerto Rico or some shit like now, that. Now, now, I can kind of sort of swim. Okay, what you mean? Okay, this is what I mean. You know how you can swim up until the water, like, gets to the height a little taller than you? Nigga, you then you can't swim. swim no more. Right. You can't no, swim. no, but before no, that, you I can't can swim. swim. Yes, I can. No, you can't. You, you do. Can't yes, swim. I can. The water, you should always be able to swim because you swim on top of the water. <laughs> You swim on top of the water. <laughs> I swim under the water, okay? <laughs> but you should have, listen, the, the vacations are important. Getting back to, um, you know, recharging is important. A lot of times we work so hard, we don't get a chance to recharge. It was it was beautiful. Anguilla is the dopest shit in the world to me. I got to be honest with you. Mm. The food was beautiful. This is not a shout out. This is not a shot at Grenada. I should say that because we we're in Grenada over the New Year's. Shout out to my girl, Amanda Seals, who was uh, a host uh, uh, one of our hosts in Grenada, she was. Sound on. like you're making it a battle. Not making it a battle. I mean, it, it, this Charlemagne versus Amanda. I mean, what's going on? Nah, we were staying with Charlemagne in Grenada too, but but. Whoa, 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 whoa! So you, is is that two for Charlemagne and one for Amanda? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if it was a battle between Anguilla and Grenada, well, go on. Anguilla would knock the fucking shit out of Grenada. Damn, <laughs> Amanda, you got beef. No, 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 no. No, Grenada, beautiful, beautiful place, beautiful people. I just think Anguilla, the food was amazing. The ambiance was amazing. This is not, I love all my Grenadians. Grenada was my, my first Caribbean experience. It's great, but man. It was just a sexy vibe. Yeah, just Anguilla was just, just fantastic. We got to go in that LeBron house. Ooh, we had dinner okay. in that LeBron house. I, I need ate to my know first about oxtail. This. Oh, oh, real quick, we got uh, another special guest in the house. We got Vince Valhalla over Yo. here. Valhalla Entertainment. Yo, know this. what's going on? It's a big fucking, a big fucking uh, record label down in Miami. Independent music master right there. He was um he was actually one of the people on my head when I said that I hadn't had oxtail before. Yeah. I'm from Louisiana. We don't eat oxtail like that. But surprisingly, surprisingly, yeah. But you're Haitian, so you eat it all the time. All the time, yeah. Yeah, you're Haitian, so you eat whatever you can. I'm ni- I'm neither. <laughs> like, I'm whatever, like whatever whatever is available to eat. It's not like you know, you you know. I mean, you know, you, luckily I grew up in Miami and I, I had I had a I had a decent childhood, so I I, I had everything I wanted to eat. But right. yes, you are you are. Shout out to my Haitians. Right. I don't want nobody to be waiting at my oh, no, car no, with no. a machete. Yeah, or much love like to the Haitians. <laughs> shout out like <laughs> shout out to my Haitians. But man. nor am I Haitian, nor am I for where. But, but I still had oxtail. How you not have oxtail? But you're from New York, though. It's true indeed. So y'all have all that, like, in in Louisiana, we have our own specific type of cuisine there, and I just don't ever remember having oxtail, but I had it. I ate the oxtail. I ate the curry goat. Bomb, huh? Bomb. Next level, huh? Next level. Now, did you have hot sauce with it? No, I didn't eat any hot sauce with it. Why are you so disappointed? Like, Because, (laughs) I mean, if you're going to do it, you got to do it. Can I be honest with you? I'm not a big hot sauce fan. I'm I'm really not a big hot sauce fan. I like the flavor of the food as it was intended. I don't like just take. I'm not a big hot. I can't think of anything I really put hot sauce on. You're not well, supposed to put hot sauce on oxtails and curry goat. Why not? The sauce is Rap supposed to be so much that like you don't have to like. Well, well, here's 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 what I like to say. It's not like hot sauce. Not that that deafening hot hot sauce that take away from the flavor. Right, right. I'm talking about some flavorful hot sauce that enhances yeah, crystal but if hot it's the sauce. Right Caribbean food. Red hot. Red Frank's hot. red hot hot, hot sauce. Okay. You know what? You. 
I, I agree with you. There we and, go. And in Haitian, like in a, in, a, in a Haitian culture, we put picklies on stuff. So the uh, fuck like is I mean, a pickly, dog? Picklies is like I don't know if you ever seen. Um, it looks like. Um, Help me out. It looks like um. I don't know. Like chickpea, like, like little uh. Like, like salad, like not salad. Like, the, um, like how people put like the coleslaw. It looks like coleslaw, but it's actually hot sauce. But it's like I've had that. I've had that before. Yeah, yeah. Y'all some old. Like, but but that's real. That that's hot. But yeah, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah, yeah. That's hot. Yeah. yeah. But I but I agree with you. See, I, I don't like, I, I don't you. understand. You know, I'm from. Louisiana and we 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 do the gumbo and we do and the spices are very important. I understand just the the the, the willingness to just taste hot. No, no, no. Burn see, my fucking mouth. See, that's what, that's where you're getting it messed up. I'm not saying go for the deathly hot, but you gotta listen. You know, if you're gonna be a world traveler now, brother, I'm uh, traveler. there's different passport sauces, there's different foods. There's, there, you, you know, once you start stamping that passport, you gotta open your palate. You it's know true. what I mean? You gotta be willing to sprinkle some things on and just just try it, just to say that I, I tried that. So, now that I have been in the LeBron house, mm. I see why LeBron decided to come to L.A. Mm. That happened while I was over. Uh, there was a very eventful week in the news uh, while I was going. I see why LeBron decided to come to L.A., man. You can't go back to Cleveland after you leave that house. Mm. That house shows you what... Uh, what you're not gonna get in Cleveland, which is fly shit. Shout out to Cleveland. Well, um, on bronze level, you can get fly shit anywhere. Maybe, but not like that. Yeah, because ain't no beaches in Cleveland. You know what? I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, we were in the house. I want to talk to you because you know we had dinner in the home. The the dude that showed us the house tried to pull a get out move on Charlemagne and put those those pictures out later on. A get out move. Yeah, man, this dude was. I never met a dude that was more impressed by Charlemagne than the guy. The guy, this is what happens to me. The dude is a TMZ fan, right? He goes, uh -huh. yo, um, big TMZ fan, come over and see the house. Beach house was right next door to us, right? Mm -hmm. And I get over there, and at first when we, I introduced him to Charlemagne, he didn't know who he was. Like, he off site, he didn't know. But between the time that we were met him earlier in the day and the time we went over for dinner, this nigga had did his Googles. <laughs> and once he did his Googles, he was like, you know what, Van? I don't think you're the nigga. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. I think you're <laughs> the nigga I needed to. He know. was upgraded. Definitely upgraded. Yeah. And something else about that. This was a real fear that we had. Shout out to Mike Russell, by the way. Mike Russell is this guy's name. He was very, very polite and, and kind with us. And he could he had the, the private chef at the house cook the oxtail and all of that stuff like that. It was great. But there were moments in the night. We cut the night short, and I'll tell you why. Hmm. Shows you kind of how things are. We over there, we chilling, we vibing, we eating oxtail, we drinking rum. Mike pulls out his uh his 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 iPhone. He's gonna put the playlist on, right? And I'm expecting to, you know, get like Mike's take on music. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting to get Mike's gonna put the cranberries about to pop on some shit like that. <laughs> you know, Mike's gonna say the fucking Metallica. He's from Boston. So I take it, Mike's white. Mike's white. Okay, all right. Mike's white, he's like in his mid-40s or Mike. early 50s or something like that. Mike and Natalie, great people. And Mike puts on Jay-Z. Hmm. And he goes, ha-ha, bet you guys didn't know about this shit. And Hard Knock Life comes on and Mike starts rapping along. I look at Charlemagne. Charlemagne looks at me. Then next thing you know, Jigga comes on. I look at Charlemagne. Charlemagne and what we're thinking, the same thing we're thinking, it's a matter of time before Mike lets a motherfucking in words. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of time before Mike lets a mm -hmm, nigga slip, mm -hmm. and at that point we gotta we gotta smack him up, right? 
So after the night, after he kept drinking, we had we brought the Remy out. More rum. And Mike was bopping, and he was getting into old school Rockefeller shit. Mm. We decided, you know what? It's time to leave before Mike does it to himself. Mm. But he was cool. He didn't slip? Nah, not while we were there. Y'all didn't even try to trap him? Why? What's the what, like? The what, trap what? is when you throw on a, a nigga populated song. And then so see he if he'll go he for it. See if he goes for but it. But then if he goes for it, like, what's the upside? Like, what do we get if he might say nigga? Now then, we no, know. the upside is you got to put the slaps on him. But we, now we that's the true <laughs> test. You don't want to put the slaps on him. We don't want to put the slaps on him, though. The, the, listen, you, you gave him the escape go. You allowed him to play the playlist. Yeah, because if, if, <laughs> if the nigga is in his heart, I want it to come nigga out. Nigga what? But not, but nigga who? Not, but if it's not. <laughs> nigga what? We did do that song, too. Shout out to Mike, though. We did that song. He had the radio edit. That's, uh, how, that's how you know uh, what I do is he, he good people. He, he had the radio at it. It was a lot of jiggle. He could come around. Um, uh, that brings me to something blasphemous that you said, brother. Uh, I read your tweets. Okay. I saw your tweets. And I saw that you said, in 2001, the best album to come out was g Depp. Child of the Ghetto. No, no, no. Child of the Ghetto was dope. But you do realize the blueprint came out in 2001 right and still matter yeah 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 so so you're telling me and, and respect to g Depp, but you're telling me and i love g dub's every day was on that special delivery was on that yeah. but you're telling me that was better Danger than the, the blueprint Blast which is off, one of jay-z's on best albums girls 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 yeah. i mean come wait, wait, huh I Come say on. I, I, that's I blasphemous. Like, I like G Dep, Child of the Ghetto better. That's I think that's it's better. We need to take this poll. I let, let me tell you something. First man. of all, can we start up in here? Uh, G Dep versus Blueprint Jay Z. Blueprint. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, I I don't even know if I should count in this. Why? No, no, come on. Because I'm going to always like Jay Z is like. See, that's what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all, y'all got y'all three against one. You, you listen. Y'all can have it. I'm saying for me, that was just disrespectful. G Dep, like. She, listen, man. That you know G-Dub. when somebody says something or post something way, that make you really think way, about pressing the unfollow? Hey, listen. By the way, I would say that something. hurt my heart. I'm gonna be real with you. The blueprint is a fantastic album. Stop. Don't one don't don't dig best. don't dig deeper. One of his best. Don't dig deeper. I, I, I don't I, dig. I, I put, you I gonna do lot, it? I put a lot of Jay Z albums over the blueprint, man. Here comes the unfollow, bro. I put a lot of Jay Z albums over the blueprint. I love the blueprint. Blueprint. I love the blueprint. My favorite Jay Z album is the Black Album. I think you gotta have four, reasonable four, doubt up there. I, reasonable doubt up there. I mm-hmm. think four 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 might be Jay Z's best album. Four 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 is not better than Blueprint, right. but four 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 was bomb. Four 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 was dope for a lot of a lot of reasons why I like the Carters. It's just grown. You Look, know what I mean? What's on a grown? So LeBron went to L.A. Yes, indeed. Talk to me about this because you're a big LeBron fan. A big LeBron fan. I love the move. I always, I always. I don't understand you LeBron fans. I'm going like, to talk to you about it. Yeah, because it. there's different levels of Bron fan. You know, there's Bron sexuals. There's, you what? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are dudes that just immense them, so they want to be inside of LeBron. Mm-hmm. I'm not that dude. Right. I'm not that dude. I am a Bron fan. I appreciate um, the level of commitment he puts into the game, uh, the commitment he puts into fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him do things on the court that, you know, years from now, we all going to marvel at. You know, right now, when you're caught up in like it, what? Oh my God, just his stats. Just look at his stats. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing that he can't do. He could play any position. This dude is like a walking linebacker on the, the basketball court. He's huge. He's dominant. Whenever he drives a lane, he can score. Like right. the only thing I want more of Braun, because I'm a huge, huge MJ fan. Mm-hmm. So MJ is like my top tier, right? Yeah. Is if he just had that killer instinct a little more and i'll even give that to kobe a little something you know over braun but i braun is right there but he ain't 
there over MJ. Tell you something about LeBron James, man. LeBron, I'm happy to have LeBron James in LA because I think LeBron James is the most important athlete in the world right now. Absolutely. I think he's the most important athlete of his generation. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the reasons why LeBron is such an important athlete have absolutely nothing to do with basketball. True. However, if we were to keep it strictly to a basketball situation. Strictly to basketball. Strictly to basketball. Now, do you know your basketball? I know basketball, man. I know my basketball. Okay. If we keep it strictly to basketball, I think a lot of people marvel at LeBron's phys- physicality. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people marvel at LeBron's ability to stuff a stat sheet. But at the end of the day, I think um, LeBron James, his, his failure hmm. to win at the highest level more takes him out of the conversation for of, me. Of who? Like, I mean, listen. Out of the conversation of MJ, sure. Out of the conversation of MJ, I think I would take Magic Johnson over LeBron James. Well, this is where we're going to have to have a conversation. I think, I think <laughs> to me, I think Kobe, like, I love having, I, what bothers me is I love having LeBron in L.A. Right. LeBron's good, changes the culture no matter where he goes. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. But people right away are saying that LeBron James is one of the best five Lakers ever. He hasn't played a minute for the Lakers yet. Well, I think what they're saying is... One of the best players yeah, ever to exactly, wear, wear Exactly, exactly, exactly. Kobe Bryant, to me, LeBron can't do anything to supplant Kobe. I think Kobe's a better all-around player than LeBron James. Not no. all-around in Stop. any different statistical category. You're digging yourself up. But I think that if I'm going to win basketball games, I'd rather, if just to win basketball games, I'd rather have Kobe. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's I'd rather have Kobe, this. man. Let's talk about this. You do know in the first couple of championships, Kobe has Shaq, right? True. And Shaq was extremely dominant. Yeah. I'm talking extremely dominant. Yeah. Um, Co- not Kobe. Braun never had that. Braun has had D. Wade. Braun has had Bosch. Bosch yeah. But he's never had somebody purely dominant like a Shaq on very his squad. Very few players have. Uh, absolutely, very mm-hmm. few players have. Not only that, you're talking about a man who has brought in, you know, teams that you can't even really remember names on to the finals mm-hmm. every single in the year. East, in the East, though. Absolutely in the East. Yeah. But still, remember he now, brought them to the finals now, there are other every guys, single there are other year. Guy in the East, there are other guys in the East who have done that as well. Like Jason Kidd took to, to, to teams to the finals Stop. where it was just Jason Kidd. Not every Alan year. Iverson, not, 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 not consecutive like that. Not, not every year, but the, the problem is, is the thing is, it's not that big of a feat in the East. It's a, it, it's not that big of a If you're comparing it to it's, the it's not, West. It's not that big of a feat in the East. When you talk about what's going on, if, if, if LeBron James had been in the West last year, do they make the finals? No. Right. No. They, but, but, they're, but, they're a 405 seed. But I think it's big that he even took on that challenge to come to the West. You see what I'm saying? I think it's big now. Yeah, yeah. man. He's got to play in the West a little bit. He now has brought that to the West. But yeah. in terms of his dominance and how amazing he is on the court, you can't really dispute his stat line. I mean, from you can't, scoring but, but you to assists to— You can dispute the results. Well, the results, the results, the results are the results. As, as brilliant as he is. Does putting LeBron James on your team mean that you're going to win the championship? No, but it it, it, make, it makes it it makes it where you have a chance, right? Look at that there. How? Look at that there. Like like okay, when okay when did when did Kobe miss the playoffs? No, he didn't. He missed the playoffs once when he was hurt. Every other year they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. What are you talking about? They made the playoffs every year. They, he missed the playoffs one year. One year, Kobe Bryant missed the. They missed the playoffs. So the argument. When, when, wait, wait. 
when Rudy Tomjanovich came in, so wallowing, you're wrong. When Rudy, when Rudy Tomjanovich came in, Kobe got hurt, they missed the playoffs. Remember, they kept getting bounced from the playoffs. AC, they played the Suns and stuff like that. That's in the West as well, as a matter of fact. Like, that's in the West where every single year you have a guy averaging 35 points a game. If you take that same Lakers team that Kobe was on and we put them in the East now, you, that team would have gone deep into the playoffs. You think they would have just dethroned LeBron? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I well, don't know. Well, statistics show that nobody in the East has ever dethroned LeBron James. Right. So it's true. I mean, you know, you, you, you all all the elite NBA talent is in the Western Conference. Well, well, well I mean, it's that's disputable. That's disputable. Okay, all of them is disputable because you still got LeBron James. Right, you got him in the you got him in the <laughs> and he is the most. Shout elite. out to Demar Derozan, to Kyrie Irving, to all of those guys. Uh, your Stephs, your Durants, your Hardens, your Hardens. Uh, all, all of those guys West. are Western. Anthony Davis. All of those guys are Western. So Western now he came to the players. West to take on let's that challenge. It, let's see what happens. But I, I will say this for a lot of Laker fans: I'm gonna be 100 with y'all. I think like LeBron is here for more than just basketball. Of course he is. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like if you're really, you know, wanting him to win two, three, four championships, I don't think that's gonna happen. Will he get one? Will he get two? Maybe. But I think that he is comfortable within his greatness right mm-hmm. now and he's thinking past basketball do you know what the, the, the real thing uh, about LeBron uh, sort of is and I see this a lot of times with other people LeBron's celebrity to me is it, it, celebrity in America used to be anchored to what it was that you did right mm-hmm. like Michael Jordan was obviously a huge celebrity because global, uh, a global celebrity because of uh, of uh, of how he played and the style in which he played mm-hmm. and the dunking and all of the stuff that he could do, the athleticism and stuff like that. But other his guys, airness, right? Other guys in the league could do that, right? Not Dominique, like MJ. Not like not like MJ. Not Dominique was player, power, but it was but it, but still though, like Dominique. Well, there were other high white. It, what ended up happening with Michael Jordan was the sheer excellence of him became what he was known for the fact that once michael jordan figured it out you know you could you could see michael jordan was the best player and he had a relentless drive to win it seems that now in not just sports but in a lot of different things the outcome and the results of what you're doing cool as long as you look cool doing yeah that's the problem with this generation i feel like this generation I see a lot of cool ball going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas back when MJ and those guys was playing, you had like, to win. You had to win. You had to go at it. You had you, they, they were fighting. They was you know. There's a lot of stuff that I miss in basketball nowadays. Um, one is that is that killer instinct, like mm-hmm. that I, I have to come in and drop sixty and just just take your heart. You know what I'm saying? And that's what MJ had. Like if there was a checklist of every single thing you could have to be a bona fide star, MJ checked everything on that list. He, he was did. cool. He was a star. On and off the court, he was, you know, sexy when he dunked. He, like everything, he sexy, had it all. Huh? You like that shit? My mom, my yeah. mom. This is what my mom said. This is so what your I, mom I, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that wasn't your word. I mean, look. So, so, so you saying I should pause myself? Pause. I'm not. No, pause myself. Pause myself. This is a free and open area. I pause myself. The nigga sexy. You like him? No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I think he's a well-groomed individual. Yeah. But he's a handsome guy. Michael Jordan's handsome guy. That's another thing about. Hey, 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 hey. What? Ho, ho. I can't. Come on. What you doing here? Hey, let me tell you something. Black men, you look at another brother you think the nigga's handsome say it like it's like you know what i'm saying like well when i when i when i when i almost said it now nah, you said you sexy fe- well, what's what, different but what, what, what did you just say i said handsome 
You said sexy. I said he was sexy when he dunked. Yeah, well, right. Well, that's, yeah, that's that. that yeah, but if you add two of those dunking and right. sexy, yeah. yeah, that's problematic. Okay, okay, I paused myself. I paused myself. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Let's deal. Um, uh, but yeah, man. So look, you know, I'm I'm excited for LeBron James. I'm I'm, and I tell you something. I I tell you something. This I like this. There is an area of greatness that LeBron James has surpassed almost any of his contemporaries in that is so much more important than whether or not he's better than Michael Jordan, whether or not he's better than Kobe Bryant, whether or not he's better than any of these guys. And this is very you, – you, ha, you have to say this. Because off the court. Off the court. Mm-hmm. I think that what LeBron James has signified and the culture change that he brings anywhere he – first of all, he's succeeded on the court. Let's not act like he hasn't. He's a three-time NBA champion. He's I think he's a four-time MVP. So LeBron James, to, to act like – um, he hasn't been glorious on the court uh, would be silly of me or silly of anyone. I think the important thing to remember is that this was one of the first athletes that didn't pretend like he couldn't be the man that we needed him to be mm-hmm. in order to get somewhere. Absolutely. Even the great Michael Jordan for a long time didn't address issues that were going on in our communities, didn't address issues that were going on in any community because uh, of his need and want to be viable. Um, that corporate dollar. That corporate dollar. Mm-hmm. I think that LeBron has done something greater than any basketball accomplishment with his basketball is he's shown that you don't have to sacrifice or marginalize yourself in any way to be taken seriously and to be a, a financial um, uh, sort of cash cow, financial m- a mega giant um, in these industries, you you can still be strong. You can still uh, stand up for your people. You can still be outspoken. You can still be all of these things, and all of that stuff will come to you as well. And what that's going to do is inspire an entire generation of not just athletes, not just basketball players, but athletes in general to say, yo, I'm going to do my thing on the court, but where I'm needed, I'm going to be available. And that takes a hell of a lot of bravery, and that's way more important you know, jumping, than winning the fucking NBA championship. I 3,000% agree with you. And jumping on that point, you know, most greats are students of the game, right? Mm-hmm. But LeBron is student not only of the game, but student of yesteryear athletes, right? right. Your Muhammad Ali's, your Bill Russell's, guys of that nature. That put it on the line. That put it on the line, yeah. right? So you have to be willing to leave something uh, other than your your basketball imprint, you have to be willing to leave a bit of your heart and your soul out on the line as well to be forever remembered. Right. Yeah. It's true. Listen, I, I have to ask you guys, all you guys, my friends. Uh, uh, Lauren is over here. We're not friends. Jay, we're definitely friends. Yeah, and we're, we're just getting there. Like, we're, we're all friends, man. No, we're getting there, man. You know. So Jason's over there thinking about how he tried to besmirch Kobe Bryant's name. Jason, the black man hater. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I have to ask you guys a question, oh and God. seriously, this is a question that I was dealing with something that 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 like um, happened while I was in Willa. So there was a story that happened at a Whataburger. I think it was in San Antonio. Where there was a kid in the Whataburger who had a Make America Great hat on, mm. Make America Great Again hat on. He had the hat on, and um, a, a guy comes over, slaps the hat off his head, takes the hat. Uh, something like that, and the kid gets a chance to tape this and put it on the internet, right? And says that you know he didn't want the guy, uh, didn't want charges pressed on him. Um, I think they were they they put this brother the 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 guy who did this the accused. Did he throw his drink on him too? Threw a drink on him right. as well. 
the cues in this. They put his his information on online. I think he's lost his job and all this stuff like that. The kid, uh, I don't think he pressed any charges. He's only 16 or 17 years old. Now, um, I tweeted about this issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going to read the tweet to you guys. I tweeted about this issue, and I want to have a, 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 a open conversation about whether I was wrong about this tweet. And how are we supposed to deal with these issues when we have legit and honest feelings? The, my tweet was, let me find it right so now. So you want me to kill time while you look up this tweet? No, 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 no. It's going to be right here. Vans looking up a tweet. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, okay, so this is the tweet. So uh, I... And this tweet has been has four thousand comments on it. It's been retweeted a thousand times. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so the, the Make America Great Again wow. crowd is not happy with me. I was called an enemy of America by Mark Dice, some dickhead. Um, okay. So this is what I said. So I, I tweeted, "Wish I could take the high road, but your MAGA hat l- reads like a swastika to me." So mm, yeah, maybe I'm no longer a decent person. And I'll tell you what I meant by that tweet is. I think that, first of all, I would never advocate assaulting or stealing from a 16-year-old kid. I would never advocate for that. I would never say that, yo, good, that was dope that you did that. But I will say this, and this is just what's inside of me. I really want to have a serious conversation about this. I no longer feel bad when bad things happen to Trump supporters. Now, I didn't say when horrible things happened to Trump supporters, meaning I'm not saying that if this dude would have took his fist and pummeled this kid's face into the ground or or if he would have been shot and killed like happens to so many black kids his same age. Um, I'm not saying horrible things, but I'm saying just something like that. It's hard for me to feel. Um, that's why I asked the question, am I a decent person? Because when it comes to this back and forth with these elements that I feel like are 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 destroying the discourse in our country, I, I don't know if I can be decent anymore. Hmm. I don't know if 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 I've if I've crossed the line to where I, I think there's been uh, such venom and and so many dangerous and scary things. Well, let me ask you a question. That when you saw the video, how did it initially make you feel? I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it, it, and that's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I didn't care that something bad happened to someone, and I should care. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think part of that not caring is the fact that we feel like our president doesn't care. Well, so, I know that he doesn't right, care when it happens. Right. To, I mean, I mean, he right. said as much. Like, right. And another thing is that you know, and a lot of people came out and said that I was endorsing violence against a kid, which I never did. I mm-hmm. never endorsed anything. I never said a ha ha great that was uh, that was amazing. That was wonderful. I never did that, but. I think one thing was that when when Trump at these different rallies, when Trump encouraged uh, violence against protesters, and that violence took place, mm-hmm. and no one, none of these supporters said, "Yo, you can't do that." Right. Like nothing specifically when he said, "Put get him out of here." When he was put, put when they was pushing the sister, yeah, out of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When he specifically when when we saw the black guy um, that was getting 
being led out of the rally uh, by uh, police or security at the venue or whatever, get punched in his face. Mm -hmm. And when we saw Trump say that, you know, if you do this to any of these people, then I'll pay. I'll tell you exactly some of the stuff that he said. He says, if you do this to people, he said, I'll pay your fine. I'll, I'll pay get you fines. out of jail or something like I'll, that. I'll get you. I'll get you out of jail. All of this stuff like that. And when I didn't see any moral outrage then. When I didn't see anyone then call him on that, when I saw the support go up, when I saw more people kind of glom onto that, and what he, exactly what he said was, if you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them. Would you? Seriously? Okay? Just knock the hell out of them. I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. I promise. I promise. He said, uh, the, he said when security, he said in Las Vegas at a rally later on that month, he said security guards were too gentle to a protester. He said, he's walking out of here with big high fives, smiling and laughing. I'd like to punch him in the face, I tell you. Mm. And it's not like those things didn't come to pass. So I'm wondering how do we take the high road? And I'll leave that to the room. How, how, Vince, so, how, how do we take the high road? So I want to add to what you said, too, because Trump actually tweeted when Maxine Waters, I don't know if you remember, Maxine Waters had a rally and she said, like, she never incited violence or never said to uh, commit violence to other people. And she said something, I forgot exactly what she said, but Trump actually tweeted and said that Maxine Waters said to hurt other Trump supporters or whatever the case may be. And basically it was almost like a call to action. He said, and be careful like, what you wish for. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So like I see it as like what he's doing, he's almost giving a call to action. He's to provoking. Pull. He's provoking. Yeah like harm to not only Maxine Waters but anybody that she's connected mm -hmm. with or and even anybody of color so yeah. I think he's just the face of it because for me I feel like I mean now it's very outward and you get to see it mm -hmm. but like how many times has like your grandmother or somebody older in your family told you there's a certain way you act in a room full of people who don't look like you a certain way you speak a certain like you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. we've always been taught to be very careful about what we say how we feel when it comes to other races specifically Caucasian people mm -hmm. but that's not what happens nah, with man, us. white. Ain't no Caucasian. What the fuck is this? But that's not what happens with us. Like, when they tell us, like, okay, this job isn't for you, and the real reason is because someone that they want to look out for, their own people, maybe not even as good as you, that, that's just who they want to help. They're not looking out for us. They're not second. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about the families we're not feeding and stuff like that. But I just think that Trump has put a face to it. And I definitely feel like when I saw that video, I just kept scrolling. I was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. cool. First of all, we should say here that, like, um... It's selective oh. outrage, man. It, 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 it is, but is it, is it you know, I, I said white. White people are not the enemy. We're talking about a specific group of people, and they're not just white. They're, 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 we're talking about a specific group of people that seem to be torpedoing. Um, it's fair to say a majority of them are white. I mean, it's, yeah, you can say that, but I, I don't want to, because race is less important than ideology. You know what I mean? Race is much less important than your mindset. Race is, race is sometimes a component of those things. It's it's a it's a symptom or a, 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 a sort of a, a descriptor of how you might look or view something, and you shouldn't always use it uh, to paint people with a broad brush. I guess what I'm asking, and you know, D, you're a wise dude, bro. What I'm asking is. Because obviously I, I got destroyed, and they're still coming. Like, mm -hmm. they, they, you know, I, oh yeah, I, they, I got everything. They're still coming, but I'm they, they're forever going to come. Uh, once again, these are very important conversations to have, man, and that's why this next podcast is just unbelievably key and important right now. So happy to be uh, reading for it. Uh, pay some bills right now. Yeah. 
All right, let's pay some bills right now and talk about a very, very important podcast, Afropunk Solution Sessions. Um, it's co-produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works. And it's a podcast that explores real-world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face. Okay, we're talking about from running for political office to restorative justice to activism. Afropunk Solution Sessions arms people with the knowledge and tools they need to affect change and build power. That's building power. We're not talking about tearing anything down. We're talking about building for ourselves in black communities. Very important. Every Wednesday, co-hosts Bridget Todd and Yves Jeffcoat speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers, and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid, and Patrice Cullors on how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversation and motivating people to make a difference. Some of these conversations include, what does it mean for black people to have a seat at the table? What does that look like? We talk about it all the time, but what's the real world mechanism that allows that to happen and what's that picture look like once it's painted. Very important. How can we expand reproductive rights for marginalized people? And how, this is the most important question to me, how can we reclaim our space? A lot of times we think and believe that we have never been in a position of power in this world that is not true. A lot of things we're talking about building, we need to build them, but a lot of things, we just need to go back and grab them again. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I am so excited about this, and I really do hope you guys give it a shot. Right, what I'm, what I'm asking is, how wrong was I? I, I don't think you were wrong in, in, in the sense of how you felt, because I feel like a lot of people feel the way you feel. A lot of people feel like he is the face and the head of a lot wrong that's going on just energy wise in America right now. Um, what you saw in that video was someone that let their energy out at the hat, not even the person that was wearing the hat. That hat did something to that person very much how, the, I think you said the swastika yeah. did or does to black people, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so in this day and age of social media though, Everything that's said, you know, it's, it's like um, you never text somebody and they respond back in a different way than how you meant the text to come off. Mm -hmm. And you're like, damn, I should have called them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In this day and age of social media, people love to twist and turn words and make them into whatever they want to make them out. Yeah. And the person that's connected to those words, they are now twisting who you are and what you stand for you, yeah. you get what i'm saying sure so you know there, there, there's a um i'm i'm in the middle you know i'm in the middle of when i saw it i went man i wouldn't have did that to that kid yeah but i understood what he felt at right. that moment and at that time for that hat because that hat is connected to this man who brings such a negative energy right. that it breeds negative things contempt right. and something else i i heard a lot of people say something and i i don't I love the straw man arguments because I love to burn up straw men. Um, but I saw a lot of people say that me saying that the hat read like a swastika was in some way um, disrespectful to the millions of Jews that died in the Holocaust. And um, that's a reach. That's a ridiculous reach. Yeah. yeah. And I and I and I and I. I but I, that goes back to right. you know once you put something out, they're going to make it into whatever they want to make it into. Right. 
So I didn't call anyone a Nazi because if you call someone specifically a Nazi, the Nazis were the people who killed six million innocent Jews and six million uh, people of other uh, um, uh, ethnicities as well. I said a swastika, and it's very important to remember that a swastika is not just a terrible symbol to Jews. A swastika uh, here in America has been very proudly co-opted um, by neo-Nazi groups, uh, by certain factions of the Ku Klux Klan, by anyone who wants to assert white superiority over you. A swastika is um, a weapon. I believe that a MAGA hat is representative of someone who is trying to assert white identity superiority over you. I don't think that there's any reason for me to not believe that. I think that the um, that even in the responses to the tweet, they were severely racist. They were unbelievably racist, okay? So it's not as if I got a bunch of people saying you should be ashamed of yourself. And by the way, I did get a lot of that. There were a lot of Trump supporters that, that came at me and was like, you know what? That's not, that's not going to solve anything. Like there were a lot of people who said, yo, I'm not even a Trump supporter. We should never, ever, ever um, uh, be in a situation where we don't feel appalled by something like this happening to a kid. I get that. I totally get that. That makes a lot of sense. And those were the people that I engaged with. But there were also a lot of niggas. There were a lot of yo, um, I'm coming to your crib. Watch your back, black. You nigga, know, most trash. most most racists don't think they racist. I they're, get it. Yeah, they're yeah. so numb in their ignorance that they just spew hate like it's regular dialogue. Right, but so you know, and I, I tell I tell everybody that that threatened me on on the internet that the one thing that I do agree with you guys with uh, is the Second Amendment. So you know, uh, do <laughs> okay. with that. No, to answer your question, do with that I, what you will. I think same like i like they, there's never a situation where we should like you know and want to incite violence to someone else but yeah. at the same time you said you said something that kind of sort of told people okay i understand that's the way you feel you basically was <coughs> like you know what i like you, it's almost I'm, like I'm, like, I'm like yo it, you know like my man Mark Lamar Hill said, I didn't lose any sleep. I didn't lose much sleep over it. And by much, I mean any. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I am not and never will advocate any violence against anyone who has a different political belief than me. Mm-hmm. I don't advocate violence against people who hate me. I don't advocate violence against anyone. I am completely anti-violent. But... <laughs> How much winning has the high road gotten anybody? I'm asking the question, years? bro. Hmm. I'm, 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 what I'm asking is just a real question is how long are we going to play nice with these motherfuckers? That's, yeah. Yeah. That's real. Exactly. That's you know, real. Like, it, like it, it, it's not about, I'm not even saying play dirty. Dirty is violence. Dirty is, is, is I'm like, how long are we going to play nice with these motherfuckers? How, how long are we going to act like simply being better than someone is going to be enough to get the job done? Mm-hmm. How long are we going to act like simply... Um, you at, at at a certain point, you have to be willing to at least understand how depraved your enemy is, to 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 win to 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 win hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. And if you keep talking about yourself, this is gonna win out. This is gonna win out. This is gonna win out. I, I, I guess um, I'm just not so sure anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, I I completely understand how you feel. It's it's a it's a frustrating time that we're in, and the the 
what's even crazier to me is the fact that the head who is the president speaks more hate <laughs> than any other tweet that i've read if you just yeah. go down his tweet list it's full of hate and it's full of and, but and it's and it's and it's brazen and right. it's just like he just says it with no regard of what anybody thinks. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yo, understand Trump says that the media is the enemy and that reporters. Fake news. Uh, all of that stuff like that. And remember that we lost. Um, I'm telling y'all it's because. We, we, we lost a bunch of reporters. I think was the, We're not supposed to talk back. We're not supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this country wasn't designed to listen to us and to hear us. So when you do or say something like that, you're too loud. You're inciting ang like anger. You're upset. Yeah, you're, well, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's all that that is. And it's, they're taking a high road or a low road. There's not really. Either way, someone's going to be upset at you because you're not supposed to feel. You're just, you're just supposed to be handed a to do for your life. Do it and stay out the way. You know what I will say about him is he lives whatever it is that is his truth right sure and that's what we need to start doing right not giving a fuck and live that was my truth. truth my yeah. truth was that's like true. yo i gotta be real man i don't fucking care but, that, like, but like, that's it, what i was getting right you know <laughs> it's it's not even you know i mean it's a topical conversation absolutely yeah. but what i'm saying is you know to get to a place of you know, because there's a lot of people out there, not just you, who say something and they go, ah, fuck, oh man, the backlash is going to come, blah, 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 blah. But if you're living your truth and that's how you feel and that's what you believe needs to happen collectively across the board for there to be any type of significant change, you got to live your truth. It's true. We got Vince here. Um, listen, I met Vince on online, you know what I mean? Met Vince, like I've met so many of my, um, my friends on Twitter, me and Vince. Over the last couple of years, have been been you know real friends. I remember one time when I had my health scare of 2016. I'm laying on a um on a, on, a, on like a, a a hospital bed, laying there. I'm like, well, shit. Doctors hooked me up. I'm looking up. I'm like, yo, man, am I really fucked up? I get a call on this Vince, man. Wow. Vince hit me up like, yo, are you okay? Mm. Are you doing all right, man? I see you all the fucking shit going on. I was like, yo, that meant a lot to me. But the one thing that's the most interesting about Vince is that he is basically a stripper. A stripper. <laughs> oh, Whoa. I tell you, you like why. That? I tell Whoa. you why. I tell you why Vince is basically Whoa, a stripper. Because I think, he, I think he has a reason why he's the only like, person. Magic Vince that, in the building. The only people that defend Drake as vehemently as as Vince does. <laughs> so strippers. that makes him a stripper? That makes him a stripper. Like I tell you one thing right now. The only people that the only Drake defenders that are as big the only strippers and I don't know like like it, I, the, here's the thing that I that I find interesting about Scorpion. Yeah. Obviously Drake has dropped Scorpion. Right. Is 25 tracks. Mm -hmm. Okay, I listened to it four times. What's your favorite song? Innocent time. How, how many? Nonstop. Nonstop is a fucking nonstop. I, I like nonstop, but my, my favorite one on the album is Emotionless. Really? I, I feel like I from like top to bottom, he he rocked that song. Yeah. He rocked that song. Nonstop is my shit. I'm a I'm a I'm light skin, How many of the twenty five? Four. Four? 
Only four. 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 That, four. Shout out to Shiggy because if not, I was about no, to say you don't like only King nobody. King? No, nobody would really give a fuck about that song. Like that. So song you don't like cool. talk up. Uh, oh, so you don't I'll like mob ties. You, you don't not like really. It's not, well, let me tell you something about Drake. Let me tell you the frustrating. You thing don't like the Michael Jackson one. You don't like After Dark with Ty Dolla. Hey, let me. I like the Michael. Hey, let me tell you, Michael. Hey, let me tell you something about Drake. Let me tell you something about Drake. None of the songs are bad. Like, Drake doesn't really have the... Like, Drake and 40 have been doing their thing for so long mm-hmm. that he doesn't have really the, the the ability at this point to make a bad song. But if you're telling me, like, yo, I'm getting excited over this shit, like, four songs, four or five songs. I think you reach a level in your career where you're now battling yourself, right? Like, Hove is in a league bomb. You know, he's, but he's battling still, himself. But Hove is still making shit that I'm like, yo, that's the wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. But there's a lot of people. I love the Carter's album. There's a lot of people that's like, yo, that's J, that's B's album more than this Hove. Like, she's rapping more than, than this him. Well, I'm she, just but, saying. But B, but, B, but, B got bars, man. I, I mean, yeah. I, B, B is amazing. Yeah. Jay's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 444 people had issue with that because that was just a little too adult what's this old dude doing rapping nah but that's he was fucking listen, spitting listen yeah. I agree with you right. what I'm saying is when you ascend to a certain level you in competition with yourself mm-hmm. what's brilliant about Drake is there's nobody in the game that could do what Drake does. Yeah. Which is what? Yeah. Which is singing and rapping so what? on and a high tier level. level. He knows on it a high tier level. Wait, wait, wait. That, the, 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 Drake, the Drake thing is just like the LeBron thing. Oh, why is LeBron so dope? Man, ain't another nigga that, that's 6'8", 6'9", 275 Ooh. that could jump up. Wait. It doesn't but matter. No, no, is no. That all connects is this, to... Is this that, album... Did this album live up to the hype that you thought it was wait, going wait, to? Wait, wait, wait. Be I, honest. I, I'm, I'm about to be honest. This Me saying that he nobody in the game can sing and rap like him, that that's artistry. That's what, For sure. That's what he is. Drake is fucking he, dope. He, exactly. He is an artist. And in terms of artistry, what he does is he go, okay, I'm going to give a couple to the women. I'm going to give a couple to the fellas. All of the strategy. We're not talking about whether certain, or not this music is classic, though. I know that's well, not I what mean, we're but, about. But, but in a sense, too, are, are we comparing to his other albums? We're comparing it to we know a classic when we hear it. Is this album Equimini? Is Equimini? This album Come on, stop. Wait. Where are we Drake, comparing wait, wait, it to Equimini? Wait, wait, wait. Does Drake have a classic? Okay, oh, so. I think he does. All right, yeah. so, all right, so let's, let's, we, no. let's back no, up. No, no, no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you all the reason why I bring up the classics or, or mm-hmm. not. Because. We are. So you saying Drake don't have a classic? No, nah, he doesn't have a classic. He's oh more argued that like, 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 he, oh my he, God. he doesn't have a classic. What he has is what, he, what this. Is what Drake has. Drake has classic moments, mm-hmm. and he has rap verses and and moments in rap and singing to where you think there's no one who's better than this guy. And I will never ever ever hate on Drake's talent, but he is not an albums artist. Okay, so but I want to I want to I want to I want to say something real quick. Here, here Just comes. to kind of let's let's, let's, let's throw some dollar bills at Vince. First events. off, okay, as far as Drake is concerned, to be honest with you, I think Drake has won so much. What I've seen is is that there's a like there's a group of people that they've seen his his streak, his winning streak happen again and again, and they like, yo, like. I, I want to see this guy lose. So when the Pusha T thing happened, the, everybody was rejoicing because, like, yo, it was a moment where we saw a person that won consistently. This is kind of the same thing that happened with with Jay because yeah, Jay because because so Nas long. with Ether won that battle. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. what happens is is that I think what happens we 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 want to see like 
someone like sometimes we we actually see someone winning so long that we like yo like you know what like i want to see how your demise is going to be so it's mm. like i think a lot of people turned on drake because i love drake to death but even if he hadn't been winning for a long time that push song would have still yeah been. yeah no okay. yeah no 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 push it push push one in the battle in terms of artistry though i feel what you're saying you know that th there's levels to everybody's success right and they build you up to bring you down you know i i i see you know it going on with one of my best friends kevin hart you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like exactly. you know there's cats now that go he ain't funny he ain't that funny it's like huh what i mean you know he's reached the pinnacle of success in the comedic world you know what i mean and the same with drake he's reached the pinnacle this is an artist where he could just throw out an album it's gonna go straight to the charts you know what i'm saying so at that point you're in competition with yourself that mm -hmm. that that's what i mean by this, that so well, so views so, is is to me the closest to a classic in my it's not even because it's, 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 it's his most good. cohesive right album. it's not even that and good do, <laughs> it's really but, not even but, 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 me. but, but, but I, okay so, guys, so let me so let me, let me let me tell you what I, let me tell you what I, I i feel everything that you guys are saying true. feel with everything everything i don't think you do man i do i completely feel what you guys are saying <laughs> and let me tell you something are um, you a drake hater too i'm not a drake hater at all oh, okay because he has a fan club of them i'm not a drake hater at all i think that drake is fantastically talented okay. and I think but this is what I'll say I'll say Drake has sat on his perch as a number one rapper for a very very long time mm -hmm. and he's done it in a different way than anyone else has he's done it in a very contemporary way and the reason why I'll say that is because he's the only rapper that has been number one for any amount of time that has not delivered an absolutely un- forgettable must have need to hear it chapter in hip-hop history drake does not have one specific album to where you have got to hear it. I you would, know one of my favorite drake album? Album? I, would, I would argue i would argue i would argue that so far gone was the closest thing to that that's it yeah yeah would, and, and the only reason why and the reason why i say that is because there are there's some beats on there that you know it's a mixtape or whatever but so far gone is the closest thing to that no that that was it well yeah. i think that was it well you can't really have a i mean you can have a classic <laughs> mixtape but a classic album is you you have you need 10 13 tracks of original inspiration how many tracks is on so far gone well i'm saying is some of the stuff he's Good rapping question. over other oh yeah yeah okay you know I got you, so, yeah. so 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 for me when i look at when you talk about hove you talk about Reasonable Doubt. You're talking about guys who've done this multiple times. Mm -hmm. Reasonable Doubt, The Black Album, 444, whatever but you believe his classes are. Nah, Illmatic. No, I, I don't even need I, to go back there. Kendrick. Kendrick gave you Damn. Kendrick gave you Good Kid, Mad City. He, he gave you to, to Pimp a Butterfly. I think, I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair comparisons. But J. Cole has to give you a full body. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, that's important music. I'm not talking about whether or not the music is listenable. I'm talking about it's important I feel music. Like, I feel like Drake gets a knock from hip-hop heads because he sings as well. That's not true. And, no, no, no I, I, I've seen it happen. I mean, he just all for he the ladies. Does. He just yeah. be lady in it. He does. Yeah. But also, this too, I think it's because... Ass off. But that's because when Drake first came around and he was mixtape Drizzy, who was like really, really rapping. And like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not he, talking about none of this shit. But it I'm transitioned about, to where he is classic? now and that's why a lot of people <laughs> are falling it. off the bandwagon. It transitioned. He used to be that. Now, he don't have to be. He put up... Kiki, and that goes crazy. You, you know what once I'm you hit rock star status, you're playing in a different game. You're and, playing and, in a. And, and I think he's actually making music for just like how you said. He's not. I don't think his goal is to make a classic. His goal is to make 
the perfect playlist for everyone. In he a wants moment. To actually, he wants to he wants to make sure he just like how you said he wants to reach is the Drake's women? music is he he's central a, question. he's LeBron with the stats central <laughs> like with the stats <laughs> with, the stats. with, with no championships I'm saying like to like simple simple question is Drake's music we know that it's good mm-hmm. we know that it's are jammy. you gonna say is it timeless is Drake's music timeless is it important he I, has t- I think, I think, think he has time, I think he has timeless moments he yeah. has timeless moments with okay. his music so yeah. what I'm when I, like when I when I I guess I guess what I'm saying is because I go on. And a lot of this stuff is cult of personality too. If we talk about the push of battle, the reality is that Drake quit in the middle of a battle. Yeah. What was he gonna do? I, I the fuck you mean? You supposed to go out on your sword? I, I, I love. Listen, that's listen. like if you if your mom make you go back and fight and you get beat up two three times after that. At some point you go, like, mom, I need to go home. <laughs> Did you, you <laughs> like uh, I need to go home. That happened. What happened? He, so apparently. Um, DJ Academics had a conversation with Drake. I heard that. Shout out that. to Academics. And he confirmed that uh, what happened he was he went. Yay. Yeah, he went to Wyoming for a couple weeks to work on an album uh, with with Yay. And apparently, um, you know, like I said, this is all you know information from him. He's saying that Yay didn't really have like tough records. So basically, he ended up working with Yay, and he played him uh, the March 14th record. Oh God. And he basically was just like, yeah, man, I got a, I got a kid on the way. And basically, Ye took that information and gave it to Pusha when it was pivotal for Pusha so what? to come back. No, 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 I'm not saying no. Yeah. The, point, the point I'm getting at is, is that, like, as far as why, like, I think, I think, me personally, I think Drake knew that, like, well, you know, apparently Ye reached out to, to Jay Prince or whatever the case may be. So my thing, my thing is, is that I think he didn't want to go there with with Pusha. There was nowhere he could point. go. Where yeah, are you going like, to? Well, what, well, do you, what do you do after at that? At this point, you know? you, you lost. First of all, I think he, and he did respond. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. In a form of don't don't let me, say let, that. Let, let, let me tell you that, something. Let me tell you don't something. Don't talk about that press something. release. First of all, first of all, you can't get on your record and sub a nigga after he didn't cut your head off. That's the first thing. Secondly, you you can't like that. That's first thing. I agree. Like 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 secondly, there are no more subs. You're in the middle of war. You can't be subliminal about war. Secondly, I'll say this. There is an aspect to the story of Adonan that Drake couldn't really respond to because there is a gossipy aspect to the record that wasn't on the same type of thing we had seen in the battle. But however, if we're to believe that, that Drake is the prodigious talent that we know that he is, you have to at least come back. This is what I'm going to say. I think that Drake is more than talented to come back. I think what happened was he sat back like most, you know, there was a time where I forgot who was trying to get Eminem to battle. And Eminem was already Eminem. He was like, why would I go and battle? But that, I don't but have that, anything to gain. But no, 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 Drake no, no, been coming was, for Push It for a long time. A long time. Oh, no, no. I, no, yeah. I, I, no, no, no. I, I know. I yeah. know. But, 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 but in subs. In subs. In subs. I think what happened was they had a business meeting. I think the, all the powers that be, OVO, whether it's Jay Prince, everybody sat down and said, what are we really going to gain from going back and forth with Pusher. Pusher has everything to gain from this. Pusher won that battle. To come back, you're now going to go back and forth, back and forth. This is playing into Pusher, playing well, into Pusher. You should have never dissed him on Two Birds, One Stone. Uh, absolutely. So what you do is you take that L and you keep winning. He's going to win. He's going. And Big never <laughs> and, and, responded but, to, to hit him up, too. What? 
Who? Big never responded to hit him up. Big never responded to hit him up. No. Big never did he he said, never responded to yeah, him. Who shot who shot just before hit him up? Yep. Did he say yeah, that he told him not to respond? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. In a very J Prince type of way to Drake. He so said I understand why there wasn't a response because I think he would have had to play dirty. You have to play what, what J Prince said was pigs in the mud. Man, look, yeah. I don't think I fuck with what y'all talking about. Here's the reality. I really thought that the battle with Pusher would bring because when you look what would bring Drake out a little bit, a part of Drake that we hadn't seen before. And the reason why I say that is because Hove did Nas a favor by dissing him on TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Nas, everything that Hove said about Nas on TakeOver was absolutely correct. Nas was in a creative funk. Now, there were some things going on. Like his mom had, was passing away. Nas was kind of like not focused. Stout was going back and forth. Nas was kind of confused about a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? But... When Hove hit Nas in the stomach, what he did was he made Nas get up and hit the heavy bag. Absolutely. And then Nas chips all against him, has something that very few rappers have, which is a beautiful mind and a beautiful flow. He accesses that. Mm -hmm. He comes back. And when the the lights are on, we talk about these guys, LeBron, Drake, when the lights are on you, when it's do or die, we get it that you can do it night in, night out, right? Mm-hmm. We get it that you can do it on on a Friday night in, in, in fucking Denver and then on a Monday night in Miami and then on a Sunday night uh, in, in L.A. But when the lights are on you, when everybody's watching, can you do it then? Like when it's time that like we – you kill a – if you, you Drake, you kill a feature, okay? You kill a single, but – these albums are just, if we being objective, man, these albums aren't living up to the standard. He said him, He said his Mount Rushmore is him with four different expressions. Killer line, right? And Drake has had enough success to where you might put him on the Mount Rushmore of, of, of rap, right? Without a doubt. I don't know that anybody has been number one for as long as this. He's doing it a different way, and I respect that. But... You ain't got one sure fire classic album in you with all of that talent, with all of that stuff. And a part of it is, is like his audience doesn't demand it. He can do he can he can put out wherever he wants to put out and everybody. Now you're hitting it on. And and everybody's jamming. So the audience, Drake never really has to show any. He doesn't have to show a curveball or nothing like that. You're hitting it on the head. You know, bringing it back a little bit to when Nas hit Jay. Well, when Jay hit Nas, hit him in the belly, woke him up, Nas came, ripped it. Jay tried to come back. Didn't fare well. Doesn't matter. Didn't fit. Well, no, no, it does. It does. We're not on the shield. Because he, a, no, 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 he no, no, a fucking no, no. G. All people remember is Nas ate Jay up. So whether what? Jay came out with that next track or he did not. You sometimes they, you lose. Right. Don't, nobody so, cares if so you what, lose. But what I'm, saying, if you don't what I'm saying is Drake knew he lost. He said, all right, I'm going to give you that. Now, I would be a fool to go back and forth with you during the summer when my album's about to come out uh, it, and it, kill the game. Did, did, did he, was he subbing Pusher on Scorpion? He subs yeah. Pusher all the time. All right. So if you go sub him, why we, why, why what is, what's up with this generation? If you're going to go through the trouble of subbing him, why not get in the studio 
With, Let me also say this. I love a good battle. Love it. I would have loved for Drake to go back and them go back and forth. But could, and you, time. could you handle Drake? was fire, by the way. But could you w handle was Drake? If, w could you handle w Drake came back and it was like a meek Drake situation and Drake completely, it was just like, what the heck? Like, could we handle wait, that? Wait, like, he didn't have any problem putting his throat on that nigga neck and breaking his neck. <laughs> he didn't have any problem breaking meek neck. He, he, he did. But meek didn't, but like when but meek, meek, meek didn't come like Pusha came. Mm. Pusha came for the juggler. I'm talking about kids. Pusha yeah. baited. Yeah. This, this, I'm talking This is the first time. You know Pusha had more. Drake, I had more. Drake is so cerebral and so absolutely devastatingly precise with everything that he did. This is the first time he wasn't just outwrapped. He was outmaneuvered. Yes, yeah. like there's his and whole so, strategy. And so to up. me, I know this is a little bit old that we're talking about this, but the reality is that, you know, Scorpion's out and I was I, I, like, you know, when these albums come out, I really, I go, I run back to them. My favorite Drake album is Take Care. I think Take Care is a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal album. But when I look, and maybe and maybe this is more about me than it is about rap. When I look at, I even look at albums like um, Forest Hill with J. Cole. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is timeless classic hip-hop. I look at, like, I, I, I look at these albums like, yo, this is timeless classic hip-hop. This, like, these are songs that mean something. They're meaningful to me. And it's not like Drake has never made those songs. Sure, he's made them. But I, I don't know, man. The I, transition I, is there. That's what I'm saying. It's like, Drake is no, like, he he's a different type of Drake. So classic to him is like putting JT from the City Girls on Kiki because it's a whole movement. What the that, fuck are you doing? What? I'm telling y'all, like the oh, whole like, JT from I, City but, Girls. But shout out to shout out to, to to QC and to the City Girls. They got their um they they got they they their opportunity and they came up. Shout out to all of the people. I'm not hating on them at all, but I'm but saying. But you about to hate? I'm not hating at all. I'm saying ahead, you saying say that it. classic is putting a feature, putting the City Girls on the album. Uh, like, to a certain crowd of people listening to Drake. That's like Drake doing something with like with how he did the Yes Indeed with Lil Baby, right? To a certain crowd of people, Drake grabbing up young hot Atlanta young city girls is like a classic. It's a moment, not a but classic. You know, he's not the first Hove did Stars Born with J. Cole. Like at one point, Drake was that guy when Wayne was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like is at one point Jazz J Jazz put a young Jay-Z on. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how rap goes. You know what I'm saying? Like that like and, 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 to, and to your point, yeah. you kicked off but, by saying, yeah, uh, yeah, Drake gives you moments, but you're saying that he doesn't have a classic. I, I like the mixtape. That's my first. Who got a classic coming out? He did 25 songs. How many more? I think he got a classic coming. His mixtape. Are you saying love. that Drake has a classic coming? I think he has a classic. The classic album we're waiting for, I think it's it's coming. It's been 10 Fucking years! <laughs> and, and by the way, every time a Drake album comes out, I come back like, I, I like, like. By the way, it's not like I don't like Scorpion. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, if you're telling me songs that like, while I'm while I'm listening to them, made me go, yeah, 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 got it, got to hear this guy list. It's like four or five songs. The rest of them are cool. And and by the way, what was the one, uh, more life that came out after views, right? Yeah, that was a playlist, by so, the way. A playlist, whatever. <laughs> like, like, it like, more that like has some joints on it. Like, it not an album. Mine's is the mixtape. So Far Gone is a brilliant so piece of work. So Far Gone. I love that. It's that That's that's my work. classic I told, of Drake's. I told Drake's dad was right there. I told him, when I heard yeah, So Far Gone, I knew that we were we were dealing with a different type of artist that we had never that's dealt with That's my classic right there. When I was listening to that, I was like, yo, who the hell is this? That, then views, then more, uh, more life. And we're talking about top rap verses of all time? Drake's verse on the Aston Martin re, uh, Aston Martin Cole. music remix oh, yeah, is one that. of my top five Cole. rap verses yeah. in history. Cole. 
And I listened to that, and I'm like, yo, there's something. The dude, when he's really talking about what's going on, even I'm not talking about talking about what's going on in the world because this nigga's from Canada. <laughs> but like when I'm talking, when, when, like when I'm talking about when he's really t- tapping into what's going on with him mm-hmm. and not just swagging his way through a record. I mean, that's why I love Emotionless. Like he, I'm, you know, I fuck with him heavy, and it's it's almost like, God damn, I like it's it's it's, it's a frustration. There's like, I think I think your frustration is you know he's so dope that you just want that one stamp um, mm. yeah look at that yeah and i think that for him that's type of the the success uh, this is the funny thing about success success comes in waves right mm-hmm. and when it hits and it hits hard you're playing on a completely different level you know what i mean right. so how you go about making your albums or go about your artistry is completely different because you have so many different factors that go into every move you make you're not just making an album you know like reasonable doubt was when jay was hungry you know what i mean like jay was a, uh, life after death was when big was hungry you know what i'm saying illmatic was when nas was hungry you know to, and then you get all this success I don't know if Nas would make a Illmatic today I, you know what I'm saying it's yeah. just different I don't know if Jay would make a reasonable doubt today but Jay he, did make a, a album that was very 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 true to his current state of mind it's very hard to do as a rapper true it's very hard to make something classic and timeless and, and sort of that resonates when you've already accomplished everything, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get that's it. what I'm. Yeah, big up to uh, Pusha T, man. And, you know he rocked that uh, that diss track. That, that that was dope. And Pusha T is a dope uh, a dope rapper. Too. By the way, big big up to Nipsey and big up to J Rock. J Rock's album. Was I dope. can't. Let me tell you. Nipsey's album was, was dope too. Going on about them. Too. Let me tell you something about Top Dog. Say that again. Um, there was an argument with like the they were saying that Pusha T's album is like album of the year credential. It is against. But if you put it against like all the other albums that dropped this summer, mm-hmm. those albums are not as hot, but they're bigger artists, I guess, or more like. Push it, push it definitely got a. a, a uh, Pusha's album's good. Yeah, yeah, Pusha's album's good. It's, it's like short. Beyonce I mean, it's short, Disney. but it's definitely got a. I want to say something right now because I, I fuck with J Rock's album really, really hard. I want to want to talk to one of my friends right now. Top dog, top. I don't know if you listen to the uh, the podcast. You might not listen to it, but you know, me and Top talk from time to time. Uh, was a dope dude, real real gentleman. Real gentleman, a titan uh, uh, in this hip-hop thing. Oh, he killing the game. Give me one of your artists for the podcast. <laughs> you got all of these, man. I'm like, first of all, Top Ben told me that he was going to give me my TDE gear to rock. I'm starting to wonder if Top really fucks with me, bro. Like, he, like I now have no TDE gear. Mm. I've been told people I was going to have it. They're like, you ain't got no fucking deal. Does, he, does he have a Van Pill shirt? No, they, they are All right, well, get him a shirt. And then <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to talk to J-Rock because J-Rock, J-Rock, once again, had his moment, and, and, he, and he, he came with it, man. Listen, that J-Rock album's dope. That J-Rock album's dope. Yeah. And definitely, I like that Nipsey album, too. Nipsey's crazy. Nipsey, uh, Nipsey slapped the shit out there. Real big. Like, Nipsey, big. Nipsey slapped the shit out of it. I heard that through the phone. God damn, Nip. Like yeah. that? Nipsey yeah. slapped the shit out of him. Yeah. Um. So they've they've uh they've they rescued the the boys in the cave yet? I think eight out of I think eight of them have eight. been rescued as of right now. Yeah, man. So eight, eight of them and there are ten in there. Yeah, they had to refill. Yeah. There's twelve total people. 12. They need to refill the oxygen tanks and come back up, uh, and make sure that there was enough to get back. In the, now, this is the type nah. of thing I'm talking about, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because this type of thing that we can all get behind that unites us. I remember in the '80s it was a little little girl that fell down a well mm-hmm. everybody you remember this 
Remember the little girl that fell down the well? She's in the Michael. She was in the Michael Jackson video. They they when they got her out of the well, she was in the well for some time. Everybody in the world was super happy that she was um, rescued from the well, except for one person, my dad. Hmm. For some reason, my dad got it in his mind that because she fell down a well, that I was somehow going to fall down a well. So he brought me into a room and he said, listen, nigga, if I ever catch you playing around any motherfucking wells, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. And I was thinking to myself, how did you take this moment in right. human history? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like a beautiful moment in human history and turn this into another way to threaten to whoop my ass. But my father was so afraid that I was going to, first of all, I ain't no wells in Louisiana like that. Mm-hmm. My father was so afraid that I was going to find a well right. and then fall into the fucking well that he had to threaten me. That's how scared he was watching that little girl. And I think those moments of humanity um, can unite us. You know, it's a very tragic thing that happened. And I pray to God that, you know, all of these young, the, the, these young soccer players are, are, are brought out of there. But we have to remember um, and that's why we talked about the thing earlier with the with the MAGA hat is we don't want to be uh, in, 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 in discourse and in gridlock and in traction with one another. We want to be able to root for one another. Absolutely. And it just feels so good looking at a story and hoping the best for someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hoping the best for someone. Because with so many things, you know, we get inundated with videos of horrible things happening to people that look like us, with horrible things happening to people that don't look like us. And and the, the immediate response to those things are such negative emotions and mm-hmm. such feelings of uh, the loss of control and such rage. It's just dope. Now, this doesn't mean that you hope any, any, any accident befalls someone, but it's dope to look at somebody and hope, man, I hope that this works, mm-hmm. to pray for the betterment of someone. Not to pray that somebody wakes up out of their funk, but to pray that something goes right, to pray that something happens. And we, I, I feel like it... I said we we're going to do the positive Thursdays thing. I haven't been able to do it because I just it just seems there's so much to fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It seems there's so much to fight. No, I'm with you, though. I, I pray for those kids. That That's that's heavy. That's heavy. How many days were they down there? With, with, with Like 14? Two weeks. Could you imagine wow. two weeks, so no the, food? Are, no, are no. the ones that have been brought out, are they are they doing okay? Or are they I know some of them were sent to the hospital right immediately. They and they let the weaker the ones hospital. out first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think Elon must send some people out there too to do. If they're healthy enough for it, they're going to send them to the World Cup final. Wow. That is pretty awesome. Wow. Wow. That would be dope. So, bro, you know, we've covered a lot of ground today. I think that I successfully hated on LeBron and Drake. And Drake. I mean, what, what, what was in <laughs> that Anguilla? In that Anguilla food, Damn, they just I'm got not you. Hating on these guys. Who's in that oxtail? I love these guys. With, but he's man. very talented. But Who? that's how the Drake hate club, like the members, that's how they always start. Drake. I don't. I that's don't, the Drake I'm haters. Not, ain't, Drake, no Drake, yep. ain't no Drake. Ain't no Drake hate. You're Drake. Drake. I'm actually Drake Drake fan. Hater. I'm a huge Drake fan. I just like to bring his daddy on your show. Then hate his dad, his son. The one thing I'm fucking pissed off at Pusha about. Don't you ever besmirch. The man known as Dennis Graham. You don't talk no shit about Dennis Graham. Or his Den- suits. Dennis Graham. His suits are fantastic. You know why? You know how I know Drake got a classic in him? Because his daddy is a fucking classic. All right, look, we out of here. Um, uh, Damien. Yeah, yeah. Is is gonna be 
on the podcast a lot more, guys. Me Listen, and, man, like, we, 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 we are bonding, brother. We are we, bonding. We're building over here, man. You know? We build it. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it, I do want to say that while I don't apologize for the tweet at all, <laughs> not even a little bit, I do hope and wish that in the future I can be better and that we all can be better. And I don't want to uh, to let my angst and my anger make me into a worse person. But I will say this. I'm sick of playing nice with these motherfuckers, man. I'm not playing nice with these motherfuckers anymore, man. So if you don't respect me, probably not going to respect you. And I'm probably not going to give a fuck if you get disrespected. Peace. Love is love. Yeah.